0: The likelihood that you'll need some form of long-term care services, it's very high, about 70% chance for an average 65-year-old to need such care, and that percentage comes from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Men typically need 2.2 years of care, and women may require 3.7 years of care. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this episode, we'll discuss the need for long-term care protection, and how that's a part of your financial plan, and the major ways you can pay for long-term care costs. So let's begin. Have you had a family member or maybe a friend who has needed long-term care? Was it related to an illness, maybe an accident, or unfortunately, a memory care issue? In my own case, I have a much-loved friend of mine who is suffering from memory issues at far too young an age. In fact, he's reached the point where he needs help with his daily routine of bathing, dressing, and eating. His wife, by the way, who's an angel, she's unable to provide the care for him in their home as she has been, despite her best efforts. It's just been too much for her to to take on. Luckily, they have prepared themselves and have financial resources set aside to pay for his care. What about you? Have you thought about how much such long-term care will cost and how you're going to pay for it? As we all live longer, we are increasingly worried about outliving our savings. At the same time, many older Americans haven't planned for the looming expense of long-term care. So in this episode, I'll address the key options available to you to pay for this need. So let's take a look at the cost first of all. And I've written about this in several of my posts, but if you take a look at it in 2020, the median cost of a private room in a nursing home was over $105,000. And in-home care costs ranged from about $54,000 to $55,000 a year. And by the way, all of this cost information that I quote, on this podcast and in my blog, comes from GenWorth's 2020 Cost of Care Survey. Genworth, one of the largest long-term care insurers in the United States. Now, one thing I would like to highlight for you, or make sure you have a heads up on, is these costs will vary based on where you live. If you live in the Northeast or in California, for instance, these costs can be much, much higher. Now, the cost situation, costs are quite high. Next up, it's what I call the big surprise. And what that is, that many people believe that their long-term care costs will be covered by their health insurance, they'll be covered by Medicare, or they'll just simply have Medicaid pay for them. Well, in reality, this is not the case. And let me try to explain the particulars to you. First off, health insurance usually provides no coverage for long-term care. Medicare has a small benefit for individuals that need intensive nursing care. And lastly, if you're considering using Medicaid, Medicaid only covers long-term care costs if the individual effectively has no assets to pay the bill, effectively if you're indigent. Now, what are the chances of you needing this very costly care, if you will? Well, they're not they're quite high actually. The likelihood that you'll need some form of long-term care services, it's very high. About 70% chance for an average 65-year-old to need such care and that percentage comes from the US Department of Health and Human Services and it'll be it's highlighted in the uh, in the show notes. Men typically need 2.2 years of care and women may require 3.7 years of care. Now, this time period can be much longer if you have a memory care issue and not a physical illness. Well, how do you pay for this care? How do you pay for this need that looks like most of us, all of us, are going to need, 70% of us at least? So, in practice, there are three ways individuals usually pay for these needed services. One, they pay for them themselves. Two, they buy some form of long-term care insurance. And three, they rely on their state's Medicaid program to pay. So let me kind of drill down on each of these options and give them a little bit of background. First off, option one, paying for it yourself. Retirees with significant assets may use their funds to cover long-term care expenses. So if you have substantial assets, reaching into your pocket and paying for care for three to five years may be a feasible and reasonable use of your money. And at the same time, you might be able to get a medical expense deduction on your taxes for these long-term care costs that you're incurring. And that tax write-off might soften the blow for you. On the other hand, some people have planned ahead. They have a health savings account in place, and they draw down from those accounts to help pay for the cost of care. So maybe they benefit by using pre-tax dollars to pay their bills. So that's paying for it yourself. And again, this is a strategy that usually high asset individuals will select rather than purchasing long-term care insurance uh, or or an alternative, if you will. Now, secondly, option two, buying long-term care insurance. Long-term care insurance may cover all or a portion of your services and the premiums for this insurance will vary based on the eight, your age when you apply, your gender, your health, where you live, and there are other factors that are considered. And if, For example, the average premium for someone purchasing $165,000 worth of benefits, so that's the total benefit you'd be buying, that could grow 1% to 5% a year, To offset inflation for a healthy 55 year old, it would cost between $1,400 and about $3,700 a year. And the information I'm quoting is taken from uh, the website of the American Association of Long Term Care Insurance. And you can get that in the show notes also. Again, uh, so let's take a look at a female, a healthy 55 year old woman would spend between $2,200 and about $6,400 a year for the same coverage. So When you look at purchasing long-term care insurance, just specifically just long-term care insurance, you have to remember that this is an underwritten form of insurance. So you have to qualify for it. And there's a risk that you might not. And this coverage is subject to future rate increases, which might make it increasingly more expensive in the future. But some people opt and they purchase this coverage to make sure they have some coverage in case they incur a long-term care event and they're willing to pay foot the bill for the cost of long-term care insurance. Now, another type of insurance that's available is what's called a hybrid long-term care policy. And these are policies that are typically part life insurance or part an annuity product and part long-term care. So it's life insurance with a a long-term care benefit and annuity with a long-term care benefit. Now, Buyers purchase these products with typically an upfront payment, so therefore they're they're not exposing themselves to future premium increases. And the nice thing about the the life insurance with long-term care and annuity with long-term care is that their heirs are going to receive a death benefit or the annuity balance if they don't need to use this long-term care benefit. So if you don't use it while you've paid for it, it's not going to diminish your life insurance or annuity balance. Now, coverage for this type of policies, they're usually, they cost less than fully underwritten long-term care insurance, and they'll give you some coverage versus none. So many people are opting for what are called these long-term care alternatives, annuities with a, annuities with a long-term care benefit or a life insurance policy with a long-term care benefit just to have some benefit in case they need it. Now, option three, relying on Medicaid. Medicaid coverage in reality is intended for people at the poverty level who can't afford the costs. So to qualify for Medicaid, low income retirees have to have assets below a certain threshold. This will vary by states and I there's a uh, in the show notes that you'll be able to look at some information about this to get you, give you an understanding of what this looks like. Now, qualifying for Medicaid has to be done both financially and from a medical standpoint, in certain situations, it can be difficult. And the other thing with Medicaid is you are at the discretion of the state for where that care is going to be take place, take place, you can lobby for it, but the state is providing that particular benefit, if you will, or they're, they're making the determination of the various facilities available and so on. Now, there's some changes on the horizon, potentially, the Biden administration has proposed a 400 billion-dollar fund to be granted to the Medicaid throughout the United States to fund home and community-based elder care. And they proposed this as part of the American Jobs Plan. And as of the writing of the creation of the script for this episode and our outline, it, this hasn't passed. And it's subject to debate, but it is on the minds of Congress There is the realization that people have not funded personally their own long-term care coverage and that there's an upcoming crisis coming. So let me kind of summarize today's session for you. The costs of long-term care are a retirement planning reality, and they need to be part of a comprehensive financial plan. You may or may not incur them, and you won't know for how long you're going to need them. So that's the uncertainty of long-term care. To have a financially secure retirement, you must plan for the situation where you are going to have a long-term care event. It's needed, and you have to make provisions to pay for the cost as best you possibly can. And from my experience and all the work that I do nationally, this long-term care cost contingency is one that most older Americans don't address and I'll tell you that they should and you should. It is a definite reality that needs to be part of your planning. So, well, that's it for today. Thank you for your time. We look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse Podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.